Hello and welcome to the Beats and Bleeps podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Today, I'm joined by Deontay George. Uh, how are you today, Deontay? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. How about you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's uh, Saturday, so get my weekend relax on. Um, but yeah, <laughs> see see how that goes. Um, so, I mean, generally where I, I start with the, the interview and the chat as such is kind of your, your origin story as such, like how you got into working... In music and then specifically games and just sort of your musical journey throughout your your life that got you to this point well so for music wise uh i actually started when i was four when i was living in japan at the time uh there was this thing like because i lived on base like military wise because yeah. my dad was in the military and all that stuff and for some reason there was like this class like where little children were able to hit like a taiko drum those things yeah so as soon as i like kind of just like started like hitting like the mess out of it it's like it's kind of just went like it kind of just went off from there essentially so then i eventually like when i moved back into the states i did like other stuff i did like violin trumpet uh some more percussion and eventually ended on a saxophone and started adding on top of that instead of kind of just sticking with one thing yeah and Around, like, during my, I guess, my middle school, junior high band program, like, my, I saw, like, one of my uh, directors, like, writing in, like, software music and also, like, using, like, some DAWs every now and then. And I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to do that. So I just ended up learning how to do that, like, throughout, like, even, like, throughout uh, university and all that stuff and kind of just started making music from there. That sounds cool. I mean, so how was uh, was it games music? You was that just something you wanted to do, or is that part of what you got into? It, it was just part of what I got. It started as a hobby before. Kind of, I decided I wanted to do like focus more on the game music side of things. Like it didn't really kind of click till um, after I actually after I graduated uh, um, my undergrad actually. Because, like, I was kind of figuring out, like, I didn't necessarily want to 100% be, like, a teacher. Like, that isn't, like, the final plan, even though I do want to do some of that. But I was, like, I – and I kind of just, like, did, like, a lot of reflecting, especially uh, during the pandemic and all that stuff. And – or at least the beginning of it. And I kind of realized it's, like, well, let's kind of just, like, get – like, do the stuff that kind of made you get into music, which is, like, video games in the first place. So why not do that and try to, like – see where it goes from there and right now it's it's, it's a fun time so yeah, yeah. that's good i mean it's um primarily was it like at that sort of beginning of the journey was it game jams you were kind of doing to to kind of get into it because i know there's um jet Swave goodbye that's available to play um with your soundtrack uh so how, how did that game and that, that game jam come about is it just something you put your name forwards for or is it people you already knew from the community that were working on it so that one was a funny so it was a funny story because i'm so when i was streaming on twitch and just like either like playing games or like making music randomly uh a person by the name of rune uh they kind of got me into they kind of like like messaged me on twitter saying hey, like, I really like your music, and I heard, like, some of the other stuff you made in the past. Would you be interested in doing this game jam with, like, a bunch of other people that I know? And me was like, uh, sure, that sounds like, fu- sure, that sounds like fun. So, like, and the funny, another funny thing was, like, 
at the time I was like in another state where like my hometown is. So I didn't necessarily have my laptop or anything or my computer, my full desktop. So I started just like writing music, like sketches, like on paper and it's like yeah. on the plane and on the bus ride. And it's like, okay, I got to finish this within a month because I know when school starts, it's going to be like, it's going to be a lot to do. So like, I essentially like try to crank out that soundtrack in maybe like two and a half days yeah. before the semester started. <laughs> and yeah, but, and, uh, we ended up, we didn't ended up like, unfortunately we didn't end up completing in the deadline because like we all kind of just got like too busy with like our own stuff, but we ended up deciding, oh, let's just finish the game anyway. And it was a really fun experience. And that's obviously, um, that's people can play that it's browser based so you don't need to download anything just go to the it's on itch.io yep yeah so yeah so so what was like so obviously the game from the the beginning bit i played you're on a ship that's run into difficulties and you kind of yeah so what was kind of like the the pitch for what they wanted from a soundtrack for that it was just basically so it kind of, I kind of wanted to keep it like informing the theme, or we like we kind of decided to keep informing the theme. So the theme was like just make a, basically make a game based off a song, and I forgot this. It was like the song was like not now boarding. Actually, no, I think it was like called like now boarding. I just ended up like using the same name because it kind of just sounded good with it. But like, essentially, we wanted to keep it. Like some of the soundtrack is gonna like be like kind of was gonna be like a oh it's just gonna relaxing bossa nova beat like that you kind of hear like supposed to be like elevator music yeah. like, saying quotations and like when there's like like a different battle themes like usually that's like oh the robots are kind of like malfunctioning like for stuff like that so it's like I would just try to like essentially glitch and like add a bunch of repeating repeating notes and stuff like that to kind of just make it like a little bit more tech like technological base like the sound was if that makes any sense yeah but yeah it was just like make it but pretty much i kind of just had free reign over it yeah and like with with that obviously it's kind of i'm assuming that was kind of like entirely digital because i know it's kind of like a lot of in inverted commas real instrumentation rather like than synthesized sounds but I'm guessing it was like sample based just because of the time restrictions and things like that. Um, majority of it, yeah. like the saxophone stuff and some of the piano stuff I played. And then uh, Rune actually added like their guitar, like some of their guitar sounds that I kind of just had like the pleasure of chopping and like disorienting, like flipping around in different places and all that stuff. Yeah, that's cool. And I mean, is that you said obviously you did after the original game jam, you took like the time to finish the game as well is there like any plans to do anything um anything further with with the guys that worked on that or the people that worked on that uh as of the few as of right now no no because like we're all kind of just heading like different directions yeah and stuff like that so maybe hopefully it would be a joy too if like if like we come back together and do something but as of right now probably not yeah i mean it's um was there any other like game jams you worked on? Any like any particular standouts that you enjoyed? Or there's a few game jams, but unfortunately, uh, they got uh, 
they have to be canceled. <laughs> they have to be canceled. Like, there's one that I was actually working on with uh, Jess Stewart, who was on on the podcast, actually. And we wanted to do, like, a game jam based off, like, basically a horror movie kind of scenario. Yeah. Where, like, there's, like, uh, two, like, a couple and a diner. But the diner is actually, like, like a murderous fiend or something like that that likes to cook, like, the people. So, like, the, like the customers who have, like, wa- wanders through. So, like, that was a... Like there's like a lot of really cool stuff that that one also cranked down like a like two days, but it was really fun because it's like oh this is a lot of jazz stuff. I'm a jazz major. I can do this. <laughs> but, so like some of the cool and some of the cool stuff was like okay, so I can turn this into swing and also like do like kind of more improvisation like record pianos like live. And like, also like, just name, even like naming some of the tracks are fun because like, oh, I can use like <laughs> diner lingo puns or <laughs> diner lingo stuff. So that was that whole thing was like a blast. I like Jess. I think that at some point said he wanted to use it for something, but we don't. Or that like he said we would like to use it for something, but we don't know what yet. But I do want to like kind of <laughs> release it because that whole entire like jam, even though. Like we didn't have time to kind of complete it. It was like really fun. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a quite a unique idea for a game. I mean, I remember speaking to Jazz. I don't think I mentioned about we talked about that game, but obviously one of the ones he worked on was the game of the haunted vacuum cleaner. It's just like, <laughs> it's, like oh, it's just just got a lot of time for very very odd ideas for games and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned um uh with yourself like obviously your major was in uh jazz so is that sort of like that sort of like a area where you kind of start your influences for like writing music is that i don't know how to word it is that kind of like where the genre you would not necessarily fall into but kind of your your go-to as such in a way yeah well like hmm. That's a that's a hard so like the thing is like jazz is kind of just like the more natural approach how I like kind of think sometimes think when writing but in actuality I kind of like write whatever I feel that sounds good because like I listen to anything that I think I listen pretty much to anything yeah like that's kind of like given to me like if somebody says hey you should listen to this I listen to this and if I like it it's like it's just on my phone on repeat for like the next two days but like. I just, but jazz is kind of jazz and uh, hip hop and even class and like classical music as well is kind of like the stuff that's kind of just like usually the go to. Like jazz, well, actually, no, jazz, hip hop, classical, and like chip tune yeah. in general. But yeah. I mean, that's that's the, the like the dream mix for game soundtracks, really, <laughs> isn't it? It's like you've got the obviously like classical, the big orchestral side of stuff jazz you've got like the improv stuff chip tune obviously is game music and then hip-hop there's so much stuff now like that's that like lo-fi hip-hop beat kind of stuff and it's like yeah Mm. it's like a nice combination to be able to pull all those influences together into into game music that's cool um so i mean like if you're kind of like from a, a jazz background in terms of like writing your writing processes stuff where you're coming up with songs do you generally start on a i mean you kind of mentioned that you were writing stuff down um 
when you did the game jazz is it kind of you start from that side of it and kind of have like a melody idea in your head and play it on an instrument and flesh it out or do you do you kind of build a track at a door or is it a combination of both so it's a combination of both usually like so for me i like to mix it up every now and then like because it kind of just different writing methods uh, create different ideas yeah. or different ways you want to portray ideas. So someday, usually on some days, like I would, my instrument's actually not near me at the moment, <laughs> but <laughs> I would like just like play something on saxophone, like just like do a concept, like whether it be just like, oh, I'm going to like jump like from this note to this note and stuff like that. And if I like it, I would like just record it on my phone or like if I'm near my computer, I'd, like record it into my doll. Uh, some days I would actually just write down either notes or like kind of just like idea like idea concepts as like i want to do a melody doing like starting this way or like build the bass this way um i would also i would sometimes i build on the computer and sometimes i would also build it on uh one of my hardware synths which is like either an mpc one or a live in 8-bit war synth uh war synth so it's just a combination of like those four or five like things that kind of just give me like different ideas and kind of just keep my mind from getting like stagnant yeah it's a good way to kind of like instead of just having a oh i want to write a song that sounds like this being like oh i've got if i just envisage these two notes it's like how am i going to get from here to here and different ways of doing it kind of like almost becomes like a puzzle solving exercise as well and but obviously a very creative one rather than but yeah it's it's with with like obviously your sort of musical background being more organic instrumentation and stuff like that from i don't know you said like obviously um about learning door and learning how to use a door and stuff like that but is it trying to mix that with games which are uh, obviously very tech tech technological get my words (laughs) out but like that sort of um mixing something that's very digital media with something that maybe is like more a performance analog kind of thing and try to mash them together is that like something that took a bit of getting used to or is it something that kind of comes a bit naturally if you you know used to game music being a gamer and stuff like that it it's like um uh they take a little bit of getting used to because it's like mostly kind of just learn how to, can I fit like certain things into certain places that like how, how can these puzzles kind of like fit together in a way, but especially like with like mixing, like trying to mix like uh, the sounds together while like having to clash too much or make it sound like, Oh yeah, this actually sounds like it can be like actually like works together. It can be here. So like it took a lot of trial and error, but I think I'm starting to get the sound down. Like, I think I'm like find, I'm finding the right direction, like the right trajectory to go upwards. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that's cool. And I mean, I know when we were chatting, you mentioned you've got a track on the upcoming Absinthia, which is out next it's, year. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's supposed to be released uh, as of this recording, February 2023. Yeah. So what? What's um, with your track? What? How did that come about? I know, obviously, Jazz, uh, Jazz Stewart's doing majority of the soundtrack for that. Um, so how did that track come about? Is it just from working with Jazz in the past on various things? So from this one, 
I talked to the pretty much one of the head developers of Josh, uh, Josh Key. I think I'm saying that name right now. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, but like, but um, so it was. He wanted uh, something like a little bit more, a little bit more relaxed. Something similar to like a Final Fantasy uh, X soundtrack sort of yeah. vibe. So this one took a. Uh, this one actually took a while because I was like trying to figure out. I was like spamming with a lot of ideas. And it's like, oh, this idea works. This idea doesn't. This one's a little bit better. Like just kind of being a little bit like self-critical and and stuff like that. So I kind of knew I wanted like something a little bit a little bit rhythmic, at least for the first half of the of the tunes. Kind of something with like a lot of like soft sense and like uh, soft like chiptune sounds because. Since it's like an eight-bit kind yeah. of soundtrack, but then it, I don't know. Something kind of clicked in my brain. It's like this. Would, you know what would be really cool if it was just super space, like spacey esque. Like I don't know why, like super spacey. Like a lot of like really pleasant like color and sounds to it with some saxophone over it. So I just, I just at that point I kind of just like when it's like this sounds. I think this sounds good. So and showed to me he really dig it so yeah that's cool and obviously yeah the the game itself um, is like a kind of old school style eight eight bit rpg um i completely forgot the because obviously it's the third game in the series and my brain has forgotten the series the name of the original two and yeah but obviously it's kind of like <laughs> This is great, great, great conversational skills for me. Uh, this is obviously like part of an existing series that kind of has a bit of a following. So, is it cool to kind of was it like had you played the games in the series before, or is that kind of like your yeah. first expert? Yeah, uh, I have played the games in the series. I'm still playing. I'm still playing through it. It's just like finding time. Yes, yeah. life. But like, it's a. I really enjoy the series, and I also kind of like like being friends with Jazz, and also like listening to like his soundtrack. I like really know and i really enjoy how you write so it's like it's just and like just just everything about the game is just really cool yeah <laughs> it's just really fun yeah and it's got like a bit of like obviously it's not the it's not like a final fantasy massive rpg that everyone's heard but the the fans of the game and like all the reviews of the people that have actually played it are very it's very like cult following and the people like are are really excited is it is there an element of a bit of like a oh a bit, a bit of nerves being able to work on something that's like people are excited for and waiting for yeah that's why pretty much it took a long, a long <laughs> time for me to kind of just write because it's like i have to get this like to where it's like it doesn't like i don't want to like do anything like bad and, and it's like one of those things it's like i don't want to like ruin a good thing going yeah so it's like i have to get it going somehow that's cool i mean i'm yeah I'm excited for it. I mean, the Kickstarter is finished now, hasn't it? For for that, so yeah, February February next year. Hopefully, that will all be done and out, and everyone everyone will be happy with it, and it'll be what everyone wanted it to be, which is all cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind you kind of touched on sort of like your your general musical influences and what what sort of thing do you like listen to on a day-to-day basis and is there any sort of artists bands musicians that like made you really want to get a like that inspired you to 
become musician and work in, in music itself? Mm, let's see. In terms of game-wise, uh, Yoko, well, uh, Yoko, Yoko Kano is a good one. Or like in terms of games and like TV show-wise, Yoko Kano is a good one. Uh, especially with the... I, I am blanking out today. Let's see, what are some other people? Uh, moving on, what are some other people? Uh, Nujabes is also a good one because I really love his use of textures, so like in like hip, basically hip hop, and he helped also kind of create sort of like the boom bap lo fi hip hop era sound. And that was also like a big thing that kind of inspired my music. It's just the use of textures and stuff like that. Uh, Yoko Shimomura, uh, composer of the Kingdom Hearts series, also like. Uh, basically some of the Street Fighter series as well. Yeah. That's also a really big one. Uh, and I just remember the Yoko Kano one. Uh, Cowboy Bebop and uh, Kids on the Slope are also like, especially Kids on the Slope, because that's like, a lot of that is like, <laughs> is like jazz standards that is like, that I kind of just like love and grew up with. Um, let's see. Jazz Stewart's also another one, because like I said, like, I just really enjoy the way he writes like music. It's just really cool. Uh, Lena Rain, especially from the uh, Celeste soundtrack, that was also kind of what got me into more of the synth stuff, along with uh, Ivy and Surashu, who are also probably the, another big influence in my like writing as well. Doing like Steven Universe, Inkenfell, uh, just a bunch of other like incredible like music. There's like there's a I got a lot of people that some of them are like. I follow in friends with it'll be like a huge list to name, but <laughs> yeah, those are some of the few influences and like stuff I listen to off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's that bit where you can be almost unknowingly influenced by people that you've kind of worked around or worked closely with because it's like you get to see that sort of firsthand and be like, oh, you do it that way. That's that's really cool. I'm going to borrow that. And you can, <laughs> it's like you, you can learn so much just in a, a short space of time. And that's very cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I f- forgot what was them, their name. Uh, Lena Rain with like the Celeste soundtrack. That's kind of like a really nice marrying of like real instrumentation. And there's like chiptune elements, a lot of synths in there and stuff, but also has like the elements of lo-fi, but, just very much allows that game to it brings it to like another dimension with the the storytelling and stuff because it's obviously it's not like it's a very pretty game but it's not like graphically amazing it's you know it's is like very low 16 bit 8 bit kind of thing and it's but like the way the soundtrack and the story and all interacts it just adds so much to a game and that's is why everyone well, not everyone, but everyone should love that game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it, it says a lot where generally a lot of people that come on this podcast have mentioned Lenorane and like it's like and that soundtrack specifically, and it's like wow, it kind of yeah, kind of shows how good it is. So I mean, kind of kind of going on into the next question a little bit in terms of like a, a soundtrack either game film or tv is there a soundtrack you would have kind of like liked to have been a fly on the wall while it's made to see like how it all came together the writing process of the composer and stuff like that 
Steven, uh, Steven Universe or Inkenfell or definitely once because there's because I still I have those those soundtracks on my phone and listen to them. It's like I I need to know how some of this works, how some of this process is. Another one is like I don't know if you know the Parapeter Rapper Session Jammer Flammy series. Yeah, yeah. Though that, that's another one I would even though like that even though I've been like what five six when it came out that that's another one I would love to kind of like go back in time and figure out like how some what was like the ideas of some of like a lot of their tracks because a lot of the tracks I kind of even when I listen to that's pretty much like how I wake up in the morning <laughs> so like it's just very energetic very energetic and very just catchy yeah I like I've not played I've only very briefly played um Javalami but Prap the Rappers like it's for a especially at the time it was kind of like one of the sort of first interactive games with music where like you know you could do you you were really affecting the music and with the delivery of the lines and stuff and it was just I mean it was very bizarre when you think about it your your master was an onion and stuff <laughs> the more you think about it the more you're like yeah that's it's weird but yeah it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> like another cool thing is that i kind of like that i really like it like i'm a i really like to play other rhythm games in general or at least like i try to and but the thing that i really appreciate about it is like the whole thing about and it feels like you can kind of just improvise and you can still like reach like the highest level yeah. of it so that's like i want more well i i don't know that because like I could be wrong. I want. I just want more games like that, and it's just that's that's such a cool idea to me. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like most rhythm games, especially sort of when you got like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff like that. It's very much like here's a song, and you've got to play the song as it was intended to. Whereas mm. lots, you know, there's it kind of saps all the creativity and fun out of it. It's like okay, yeah, they are fun games, but it's not like. It's not like you can do another guitar solo over the top of something because you'll just get computer booed off stage. But like, yeah, being able to always, almost like freestyle and rap the rapper was really cool. Anyway, <laughs> I need to go and play that again because it's just such a, such a ridiculous but like super fun game. Because it's you know, the context is simple, but like the way it's fleshed out with the story and stuff <laughs> is just outrageous. And I mean. So Sony need to bring it back and make make many more of them because they're just just amazing. <laughs> please, please, Sony, please. <laughs> Did the um, so I, I again it's another question you kind of touched on, but in terms of like your um, like in producing music, you obviously use real instrumentation. I, I guess it like from what you said, saxophone is kind of like your your main instrument, mm-hmm. and then then obviously like piano and stuff like that in, in terms of your setup is it is it just the real instrumentation and then like a, a door or do you have like any any synths or any any like particular favorite bits of software hardware or any instruments you really love i'm guessing saxophone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i don't even know i got stuck with that instrument no nah. but um yes so hmm Usually I would start in the NPC because like sometimes I like to start with either a sample that I would like to like 
like uh, cut off, whether it be a sample that I own or a sample sample that I made or a sample that I get like from Splice or something like that. Yeah. But usually I just like I would chop up the sample into like a texture or or chord progression that kind of like, or I would start with drums because that's kind of that's a to me that's kind of what helps make the like gives me a good foundation of the song yeah. in a way. Then I would add uh, a melody on top of that to kind of something, usually something to kind of accom- accommodate the drums or like something that would kind of just, just feels right with it. So sometimes I would do that either with the synth in my DAW, uh, usually uh, either uh, recent because I use Reaper or uh, I think it's called MB Chipson, or I would just like use saxophone or clarinet or piano, or whatever I kind of just have lying around. Then uh, I'll just like do a bunch of different sketches, like with either recent again, like just changing like the sound param- like sound parameters and sound design in general to kind of just like, oh, let's uh try it like this. I kind of like this, but it kind of needs something else, so maybe I'll add like a string, a string library or something over it. It 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 just kind of randomizes, but that's kind of like how majority of it kind of goes. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of a very. Uh needs must depending on the song and the situation as well it'll vary as well so i mean if you want a nice and again this might come across wrong because um i can't play the saxophone but like if you wanted like a nice ambient bit you're probably not going to start with a a saxophone for that but you might be able to do something with the saxophone for that because if you play it you probably know how to get the right kinds of sounds out of it But yeah, I like just like usually I was like because uh, one of the, I actually had a track that did something like that, and I would just like drench it and like reverb, and then like kind of like cut it up after that point to kind of just get some of the sounds in addition to like the regular like sounds I would do with the saxophone because I don't know the saxophone is just like very versatile for kind of anything you need. Like if you need something classical, it's really good for that. If you need like obviously like jazz and pop is like you hear that everywhere, especially in the 80s, 80s yeah. music and such. But, like, it's just very versatile and kind of can sit, like, fit the needs for any situation, which is why I guess I'm kind of lucky I play it because, like, any instrument can, can be versatile, like, the, like how you, it's just dependent on the player. But, like, I, I don't know, saxophone just makes it a little bit easier in my head, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you've played it for a long time, you get familiar with the nuances of it whereas like kind of like if you you play or like you've got an understanding of lots of instruments you still kind of gravitate towards using them the same in the same way as another instrument so it's like oh yeah i can swap guitar out for this and like just play Mm -hmm. the same notes and obviously it's not the same dynamics of the way you go between notes and stuff like that and it's just yeah you just kind of become more familiar with with what you use more often I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a sentence. <laughs> so, in, in terms of yourself, obviously, you kind of mentioned you're you're a gamer. Is what is there anything you're playing at the moment, or anything you played recently, you're particularly excited about? Mm. This is my. I'm excited for a Persona three and four to come on Steam. Yeah. So I can actually uh, replay. So I can replay through those games again, or at least replay through Persona Three. I haven't played much of. I know the story of Four, but I haven't played through that. 
Uh, I've been playing. I just kind of just been revisiting games. Like I've been going through Five Royal again. Uh, there is a game that I'm that I actually have in my library, but that I need to like that I need to do is like I think it's called Oxen Free. Yeah, oh, Oxen Free. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, amazing. Like, I just know about after, like, there, because I got another game called After Party, which yeah. is, like, I heard that was, like, really, that was, like, really entertaining. So it's, like, and I heard Oxenfree 2 is coming out pretty soon. I think it's the end of this year, the last I heard. But okay. Yeah. But so, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a game I need to try, that I need to try out, like, pretty soon. Uh, Pokemon. Guess yeah. it's Pokemon. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, the new ones? Are you, are you going to be a Scarlet or or Violet? I think I actually talked about this with my sister. I think I'm get I'm going to get Scarlet for this one, yeah. and for my starter, uh, Cho- what was the fire alligator's name? Choco? No, Coco. I actually can't remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the design, and I and I wanted the the fire, the, basically the fire type because that. It, he looks he looks adorable i usually pick pokemon out of how cute they look it, they just they look cute it's always just you always get that disappointing thing where you choose your starter and it's like oh, it looks so cute and then they evolve and it's like uh it's about like sword and shield like sobel it's like oh so cute so cute and then it transforms <laughs> like it evolves into that weird lizard with that kind of looks <laughs> like it's yeah upset at oh, everything yeah. and it's like they all they've all, all like grew emo fringes in their middle their middle evolution it's like what what's going on here i mean i i because I, I, I like started with pokemon red so i always kind of feel the need to go towards uh the fire starter and the red like the kind of red variant of it it's like yeah, yeah. do you have a favorite generation if you don't mind me asking oh i uh I mean, it's probably the first gen because that's that's yeah. where it started for me. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, there's only there's only 151 Pokemon. The rest after that's all rubbish. <laughs> but I mean, I played. I um, me and a friend <laughs> for some reason we decided to play Ruby through. Um, not that long ago, and it's like I actually forgot how good that generation was as well. But then the Gold Silver Crystal generation's great. I'm kind of like not up. I've not played as much on like the the DS and 3DS generations, so it's kind of almost like yeah, I did the did the original original kind of ones on the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and then missed out a little bit, and then yeah, okay. now playing it back. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely the problem is it's like yeah, I want to play it, but also there's there's too many games. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, do, do you have a favorite generation or? I'm a Johto fan through and through, mostly because I really like the designs and the starter Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, usually, I go with Grass because that's kind of how I was like a big Bulbasaur fan, and Chikorita is like my favorite Pokemon. So, yeah, they might not be the best, but I did find in in Red and Blue there was the thing where Bulbasaur was like. The sh- had the most strongest against the gym leaders, and that's kind of like, but no one, no one picked it. It's like, well, 
Why not? <laughs> it's like it's statistically, <laughs> statistically the best one. He's you know he's strong against all the gym leaders types, or like I think six out of the eight. That may be from memory, and that may be wrong. So no one's allowed to quote me on that. But yeah, it's definitely like I I feel like with Pokemon as well. There's always that attachment to kind of the first one that you either played or like really got into it. And yeah, you kind of even though there may be better games it's like no i i'm standing on this hill this is this is my favorite generation <laughs> <laughs> so i think um we can go on to go on to some quick fire questions so it's just obviously the first thing that that comes to mind when they come up but so in, in terms of like your your favorite game of all time kingdom hearts kingdom hearts 2 yeah or can you see the kingdom hearts 2 or uh, maybe an unpopular opinion, Kingdom Hearts three. It's a tie between those two. I've I've not played Kingdom Hearts three yet, and I'm very on the fence about it. And I, it's uh, it's one of those where it's like I don't want to don't want to be dissuaded by people, but then also sometimes when you're like I'm going to ignore people and go and play something everyone said they didn't enjoy, and then you don't enjoy, it's like I should have listened to them. But also. <laughs> Also, there's been lots of instances in history where popular consensus people have been very wrong. So, <laughs> no, that, that, I, I was the I was a little bit the same way, but then I played it and I was like, well, this is also personally because I because I because everybody played Kingdom Hearts two like multiple times, so it's like it just has that strong like hold on people. But like three, especially after like the updates to it's like three kind of just has is up there like competing so it's, I'm, every day i'm kind of like switching it's like oh this two is really fun but three has this though i don't know it's just really it's just very fun it's just a bit fun time yeah to me i mean that's that's another one that's on the massive list of games to get around to playing eventually <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next question your your favorite musical artist band composer if you had to pick one, uh, Ivy Tron. I'm gonna go Ivy Tron as the one. If I had to choose one, even though that's the hardest decision I've ever <laughs> had to make. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always hard to pick one, especially you always feel like you've upset some someone else when you say it. it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, um, and then your your favorite game soundtrack of all time oh uh that'll probably be celeste honestly like there's just a lot of really there's even like listening inside there's a lot of stuff so i want to make an arrangement out of this like when i actually have the time to so i don't know there's just a lot of really memorable uh, sound like moments in that game musically that i really enjoy yeah i going back to what i said before it really really kind of ties the story and the the sort of i mean i always kind of want to talk about what happens in celeste but then i don't want to spoil it for anyone that's not played it so (laughs) if everyone kind of hurries up and plays it so i can talk about it but like yeah the way the way it kind of deals with like the 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 music kind of goes with the like the issues of like self-doubt and stuff like that and it's yeah it's just really really nice it's one of those I do find like some game soundtracks are amazing in the context of the game, but then they don't lend themselves to listening in other times. Whereas like Celeste is one of those where it's like I can definitely 
listen to it anytime and enjoy it just as the music as well mm. and that's that's kind of enjoyable and i like when it's uh, something doesn't end up being just a game soundtrack it's just actually really good music in its own right yeah and then in a similar sort of vein with the the um soundtrack questions your favorite soundtrack from either a film or a tv series let's see Mm. in order i'm trying not to repeat the same answer i just gave because they also did a tv series too but uh no i'm I'm gonna say it whatever uh yeah ivy john because steven universe soundtrack because like i'm a big fan of musicals yeah and kind of combining like mixtures of classical jazz chipped into musicals it's like that's just the perfect combination (laughs) for me honestly it just works it's so, like they wrote it for you with all those all those things mixed together. <laughs> and then finally for the quick fire questions, your favourite individual song or piece of music from a game soundtrack? If we're talking about my favourite, then there's something this is kinda of a little bit basic. Driver Sound Driver Sound is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, cool. Songs. And what got me to do saxophone. I mean, if it's something that's inspired you to pick up an instrument, it's always always a good thing. <laughs> and so in terms of yourself, obviously your your work on Absinthia's done for now until the game comes out, I'm assuming. And that the like, soundtrack. Is there is there anything you're working on currently um that you can talk about or anything that to expect from yourself in the future? Uh, aside from just ho- this work on more games, uh, I'm just right now. I'm just kind of just doing personal projects and recording for like, like recording a saxophone for like other pro- other people's projects as of right now. Uh, I do know like one I recorded about a year ago for a game called Burning Souls. Uh, the composer's a uh, epic, epic, epic music guy on Twitter, but like, like I ended up recording a tenor saxophone for one of the fighting game for one of the themes the stage themes so it's really cool that's, that's cool. but other than that uh nothing to report pretty much so people need to give you some work then <laughs> <laughs> um i mean is that that game that you did the soundtrack art is that out now or is that something that's coming out in the future it's it's coming out in the future uh the video the video and the song was like released well the song was released with the video but it's coming out in the future yeah that's cool still in development that's cool uh yeah it's just uh obviously like you've got more outside of video games and stuff that you do as well like music wise and so is there anything exciting like you said about your personal projects recording um i know you mentioned when we were chatting you occasionally gig is that like as part of a a band or it's that just yourself uh it's a part it's usually a part with a group you su- a lot of times i kind of just sub in for like uh, other players like within the area or like a little bit outside of the area that i'm currently living in uh sometimes it'd be big bands sometimes it'd be like just small uh like combo jazz combo kind of groups um other times i'd either be recording for like some of the for like personal like 
not personal projects, but projects for other people, like what basically trying to fill in whatever they need. So like if they need a saxophonist, yeah, if they need like a synth part or like a keyboard part of some kind, then I would do that. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's kind of like brought us to the end of the questions I had for yourself, uh, Deontay. Is there anything you'd like to talk about at all? Uh, the hardest question of them all. I guess I could mention that I have a. It's not a personal project. A personal album coming out next uh, sometime next year, which has like uh influences from not just video from video game music and stuff like that but also like from like not from like other artists that i listen to outside the video game music sphere but yeah so uh stay tuned for that and that's gonna be is that gonna be on it's your gonna... band camp and spotify and all yeah, the gonna... places yeah band camp uh spotify soundcloud it's touched it's t- oh my gosh words <laughs> um itch.io that it's one of the uh, hardest yeah. websites to say <laughs> you're not you're not used to saying .io it's like it's, yeah. the, it's the only website i think that has that or like that anyone goes on it's a bit like oh really takes you back and it's um is that just something that's um everything written recorded by yourself or is there any of the musicians that you've brought onto it for various bits or is it just entirely yourself uh it's gonna there is gonna be people that are gonna be uh that i asked to record and i've written parts and actually will send them out send them out hopefully soon uh so most of it is me but there is gonna be other people like on to do like some really cool bits that's cool and um best way to keep up yourself is that your twitter page uh yeah uh so the best way to keep up with what I'm doing is uh, Twitter is Twitter is at Deontay George at Deontay George. And also there's also have a YouTube channel, which is uh, Deontay George music. And I also have a Twitter, uh, Twitch play page. That's also the same as my YouTube where I kind of just do like music, sometimes music challenges, like whether it be complete a track in like a certain amount of time, usually an hour, yeah. an hour or two, or just play games, just kind of just chill out and vibe. Bit of bit of everything then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for your time, Deontay. And again, like to wish you the best of luck with everything in the future. Excited to hear your your album when it's out. And yeah, I hope you have a a good good rest of your day. I mean, it's quite early there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, hope 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 you enjoyed yourself. No, that was awesome. It was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, best of luck in the future and excited for everything you've got coming up. And I'd once again like to thank Deontay for taking time out of his schedule to chat to myself. As always, Beats and Bleeps will be back next Thursday with another episode on the 27th of October. I'd also like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you have a wonderful day.